0: This is Mos Tower. We are tracking you. Head for Bay
1: 3-5, over. Copy that. Locked in for 3-5. Welcome back to Docky Bay 3-5. We are but a humble hanger out on the desert planet of This is Transmission 7, and I'm your host, Vinny.
0: And, um, I am Sheriff in town, Sharon, the sheriff.
1: <laughs> plunk, plunk.
0: Yeah, with my devil my plunk droid. Plunk, plunk. Anyways, hello.
1: Hello. Uh, so let's just get right into the business. Uh, follow us on social media at Docking Bay Three Five, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You could also oh. email us at any time at dockingbay35 at gmail.com Also,
0: talking about business, so, somebody gave us a review. Cheerin'? On Apple Podcasts. Our first review. And they may have not said anything, but we still appreciate you and your five stars. You Thank you so much. deserve all
1: the love pets and besitos.
0: Yes, you deserve the highest bounties May all of the Plunk droids just rain down upon you. May the we... force
1: grant you the highest bounty. And <laughs> Plunk droids. Um Yeah, so if you like what you're hearing, follow suit and give us a five star review. it really help yeah. us out.
0: Yeah, we we would love to we love to get any feedback really and um definitely appreciate anybody who's willing to take the time to do so.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, Sharon, do you want to get right back into our uh, resistance-less uh, episodes? Resistance?
0: The Clone Wars, you mean? Or no, are you. I'm referring you to, to, to help last help episode where we were
1: <laughs> kind of rushed through um, the last episode of the Droid Arc, but it's fine. You got 20 I minutes mean... of the Droid Arc, it's a 24-minute episode. I think we, could, I think we did a good job. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about, or try and get through all of the Newt Gunray arc and all of its majesty. Oh
0: my Um, god, it was (laughs) so hard to get through this arc.
1: I know, I'm sorry everybody. I'm sorry for everything. Um, But
0: why are you sorry for everything? Well, let's get through
1: this. Today's, well let's start off with Bomb Bad Jedi, directed by Jesse Yee. And written by Kevin Rubio, Henry Gilroy, and Stephen Melching.
0: Yeah, it, it seems like there was a large writing team. There, like, seemed to be so much consternation. I, I, I would mean, imagine. There's I just imagine so the much
1: to like. this arc.
0: So many layers. Um, it is an we, ogre. Before we get super into it, do you want to start with our icebreaker for the day? Let's do it. Um. So the icebreaker today is... So the Bombad Jedi... So really, Jar Jar is the Bombad Jedi, and he's only in the first episode, but I feel like he made such an impression Um. that I I really wanted to just wonder, Vinny, what is your favorite thing about Jar Jar Binks?
1: Yusa asking Misa what <laughs> Misa's favorite thing about Jar Jar is... Oh goodness. um well i don't know probably the <laughs> way he speaks oh i'm sorry sharon i just realized that you didn't start using jar jar quotes until you got with me what have i done <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah but i mean you make it pretty fun um but yeah jar jar is no. pretty
1: fun God. <laughs> I was are at the like... perfect age to experience Jar Jar, um, uh, like I, in the Phantom Menace, I thought he was funny, okay, and I just never stopped thinking he was funny, like, Aww. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure there, are listeners out there who don't like Jar Jar, just, just gotta, just gotta give him a chance, kind of a. Guys, gotta give him some leeway to like be a goofball. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, Benny. I, uh, uh like Jar Jar, it, like he, I have very conflicting feelings about Jar Jar. Like, I can't tell. Is he like a like? I feel like yes, Jar Jar is like a scapegoat for all the things that like original tri- like original trilogy generation people have against the prequel trilogy, and like that's not necessarily fair but at the same time it's like this weird racist caricature oh, but at yeah. the same time like Ahmed Best like nearly killed himself over this role and like Ooh. you know it, it doesn't need to be that spiteful and he really still stands by his performance and as like a black man doesn't he have like the right to I don't know like uh I like Jar Jar is a really strange like character to me like I still don't know how to feel about it like I think it's just cute when you say, like, one minute Misa had men worn in Munchin, and I don't know how that earworm got into <laughs> my ear, but, like, that part is fun, but at the end of the day, like, Jar Jar is such a, like, I don't, I don't know how to feel about him, like, I just, I, I just feel so conflicted, like, do I hate him, is he endearing, I, th- I don't even think the characters in this episode, like, know how to feel. Like, for some right. reason, Padme brings him <laughs> to, like, this mission. But, like, she's also like, I'm not surprised that he, like, destroyed my ship. Like, then, what? I don't... Why uh... did
1: you bring him? No, it's definitely a love-hate relationship. Like, there are times where I'm like, yeah! Funny! That's great! Cute boy! And then I'm like, oh, no, Georgia, did you just hand over emergency powers to Emperor Palpatine? Oh. Yeah, but you just I,
0: become a sad, sad clown.
1: I know. I just I want I want there to be an episode. I don't remember which podcast I was listening to. It was probably like Steel Wars or something like that. Steel Wars or Blue Harvest. And no, it was Blue Harvest. And somebody emailed in, I think, and like, mm-hmm. um, they were like Jar Jar. It should be in one of the episodes of the Obi Wan Kenobi spit off TV show. And oh they gave a really, really elaborate way of how it could possibly happen. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Oh I don't know. It would be pretty cool to see, like, a broken down, like, now we see less of a child Jar Jar and more of, like, jaded, broken down Jar Jar.
0: Do we need that in our lives? <laughs> I don't know. I don't- man, you know what we need is, like, a jaded, broken-down Jar Jar Binks in this this sad, sad clown costume. You know
1: what, though? If Ian McGregor could, like, act with Ahmed Best in episode one, imagine all these years later and all that experience they have under their belts. Like, they would kill it.
0: No. (laughs) I don't know, man. Like, I like Ahmed Best. I think, yes, he got, like, way too much, like, flack for playing, portraying Jar Jar and, like, you know, I just want him to live his best life and to have fun with his life. son. But, well, like, um, I well, but that, that yeah. doesn't mean that I necessarily want Jar Jar back. I don't oh. know how to feel about him. I just... <laughs> <laughs> You're so entertained. I am so by entertained. By my misery.
1: I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry for everything. Oh, uh,
0: well, I need to stop being sorry for everything. You're fine.
1: I will try. Um... <laughs> well, let's get into the fortune cookies.
0: Mm-hmm. You, wanna do the, uh, you want me to do the episode fortune cookie?
1: Sure, go ahead.
0: All right. Um, heroes are made by the times. I don't know. This is trying to implicate that like Jar Jar is like a hero, but only this time because of I don't like what. <laughs> hmm.
1: No, definitely, it's definitely trying to say like, "Hey, Jar Jar, did some heroic stuff." Well, I don't know. I think like Padme did escape on her own accord, but we'll get into it when we. I mean, Padme is a
0: hero no matter what the times are.
1: No, definitely. Like, did you see her? She like pulled out a song screwdriver from her boot and was just like, "I'm gonna get myself out of this situation."
0: Yeah. Oh my god, I love, I love Padme, and like. Like, in Queen Shadow, like, they talk about how, like, every little, like, I feel like EK Johnson, she basically retconned everything so that, like, all, like, any kind of fashion item is also, like, a weapon, or, like, oh. um, <laughs> like, apparently, like, her battle gown is, like, supposed to be, like, the, like, there's, like, an ejection harness, and it's, like, bulletproof or something, it could be, like, this giant shield, or, like, all the bobby pins are also all lock pin, lock lockpicks and stuff, like, sort of, like, this weird, um, but yeah, this is like a great example of like Padme being like both fashionable and womanly, but using that woman as a what le- that womanhood as a weapon.
1: I'll tell you what that book comes highly recommended by a few of our Star Wars pod friends, Cell and Ryan. <laughs> they really want me yeah. to read that book. I guess I give oh, off yeah. the vibe that I don't like Padme, but I love her. She's great. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, i just don't like how she's written sometimes 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 i don't like how she's written sometimes but you know i don't like how obi-wan's written sometimes you know
0: like in wild space
1: yeah or like anakin and ahsoka in wild space it's kind of kind of gross um but anyways
0: i haven't gotten that far yet but um oh but before before we get off this subject and actually on the subject that we're supposed to be on, one thing yeah. to add, um, so I don't know if you know, but Queen's Peril is coming out. It's written by the same author, E. K. Johnston. But instead of being after um, episode one, it's going to be um bef- it's going to be during episode one, but basically from Padme's perspective. Um and I, I'm more excited about this one, like sort of spoiler alert, but um Queen's uh Queen Shadow it's the pacing is not awesome all the time like it's pretty slow and like the problem is is that like I don't think that you could really write in any danger if there's like no like it's like in between episode one and two so there's not a lot there besides like politics
1: right it hasn't gone to complete war yet
0: yeah so like like, there's battles but yeah, like so, it's like weird because there's like tension, but like the tension isn't like super serious. So I'm really excited for *Queens Peril*. Um, the the person we mentioned before, Ryan, who he has a podcast Force Friends Rewatch*. In any case, he um he actually got an advance copy from from um from like a, a mutual friend, um and has already read it. I think, and he said that it's like really good. Um. And I hear that like Queen's Peril is going to be like a little bit more action packed and a little bit more um, like, well, obviously, because there's like so many things that happen, especially from Padme's perspective. Because I feel like a lot of like the best like writing and like the best um, story elements are from episode one from on Padme's like story there. So it'll be really great. And so I'm really excited about it. I hope you read Queen's Shadow so that you can read Queen's Peril right after. Right. Um, no, I'll yeah. definitely,
1: once you're, are you, have you finished it?
0: Have I finished um, Queen's, Queen's Shadow? Yeah. I have finished Queen's Shadow, uh, but I have not, uh, Queen's Peril is actually not coming out until this right, right. summer.
1: Well, I guess I'll have to like, get into your uh, Amazon book Audible? account, Audible, yeah. and uh, give it a listen. Yeah, um, we got to figure that out. Yeah. And uh, maybe one day Senpai will notice us and us too will get advanced copies of books. Anywhoosers, for now, let's get on with the show. Uh, Today's non-episode fortune cookie. You'll see there's a bit of a theme. Uh, You cannot become rich except by enriching others.
0: That is a lie. (laughs) Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like you can only be rich if you decidedly don't enrich other people. <laughs> if you just become a selfish person and you're just like... No! no, That baby's no. never gonna get its lollipop.
1: No, you have to give the babies the lollipop.
0: Not if you want to become a rich, powerful person. Ew,
1: no. You I've never become for lollipop. one of those...
0: You, that baby will never get its lollipop. It will work for me in my Amazon... Um, you sound
1: like the Republic... Like a Republic senator of, like, some backwater planet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm supposed to sound like someone cool, like Jabba the Hutt, don't you know?
1: Oh, gangster, I see. Yeah, gangster. <laughs> oh I'm, like, all
0: fat. I'm just like... <laughs>
1: bring me... I wonder what of the Solo and Wookiee.
0: I wonder what Jabba the Hutt's, like, net worth was when he died. Probably, Probably something
1: ridiculous. Where did that money go? To his son?
0: Uh, to... Oh, I thought you meant, like, where does he spend his money? And I'm like, slaves! Many sex slaves and prostitutes.
1: You're, you're not wrong. And bounty hunters.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, Jabba the Hutt has his son. And I torture it
1: dominatrix droids.
0: Hmm. Yes, <laughs> and a rancor,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and a rancor tamer. He's just like I And want a lady a with six tits. <laughs> oh, oh, this is exactly how senpai notices us, right?
0: Six tits.
1: Uh you're right. I should do that costume. <laughs> Um, that's how you'll. That's how you'll make it. Yes. That's how you'll
0: get your advance copy. You'll show your six tips to E.K. Johnston, and she'll be like, so enamored that she gives you all of her books.
1: But, but for real doubt, I hope to meet her one day.
0: Oh, Vinny. Yeah. Well. Um. No, cause like Queen's Peril, if you um, there's sometimes you get invited to troops, at bookstores. Like there are books. Like she does like a book tour. And one of the book tours she does down here in San Diego is at Mysterious Galaxies, which FYI, if you're local to San Diego, definitely check out Mysterious Galaxies. It's this really cool bookstore. It's like sort of sci fi oriented. And um and yeah, and so like I she'll go to like independent bookstores, um, do a book tour where um she basically just like introduces herself, she'll like sign your, your her books for you. Um she's very sweet and I like, she signed my book, and it was just like, be brave.
1: You be brave.
0: Nice. Yeah, it was very sweet. Um, She's very nice. And also, she's, like, really into, like, Star Wars costuming groups. I think a lot of members in the Rebel Legion, like, have made her stuff, and so she's, like, really, like, appreciative of it. And you're probably going to see her at Celebration.
1: You're right. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. We have a Celebration. August couldn't come sooner, but also, oh. slow down. Hold Slow on, down. I have projects that's to finish
0: I have so much Yeah, that's like the thing, like I, I'm really excited Because Queen's Peril is coming out Around the time that Celebration is happening But the problem is Is that I have a battle handmaiden That I have not finished And have not touched in like months And Sharon, you gotta, you gotta that finish that handmaiden Have you ever Like cut f- <laughs> stretch Velvet And then had to hand-stitch it. No. Such a pain in my fucking ass. Oh my god. But anyways. Okay. This is like all a roundabout way to say. Let's finally get to the Jar Jar of it all. Okay. So basically Padme. She like goes on a mission to. um, Basically hang out with like her. Like she, she has like a Rodian uncle. Which I'm pretty sure she's like a uncle. She means uncle in like the sort of like Filipino or like, like, tío, tía, like sense where it's like not really an uncle, but like. Right. I have an uncle. 20
1: uncles and aunts.
0: You have an, you have an Uncle Blade.
1: Hello, That's Uncle cool. Blade. Thank you for listening.
0: Oh, Uncle Blade. If Uncle Blade listens to us, like, we need it. Uh, but yeah, anyways, and so not Uncle Blade, but Uncle Ono Um, he um basically, like, his people are starving, the Republic isn't doing anything about it, and so he ends up going to the Trade Federation um, and setting up, like, the Secret Alliance and so he, like, there's like, this whole, like, plan in which Uncle Ono, like, sends a distress signal to Padme, Padme comes, but it turns out it was a double cross
1: Double, and, double cross
0: And, um and they capture Padme, um, and use her as like I guess like a proof of um a proof of like loyalty to the Trade Federation in order for them to get their their food. But the right. problem is, is that Nuke Gunray is sort of a and so he's just like Fuck <laughs> it. Um, you're never getting your food. Uncle Ono gets sort of pissed.
1: Well, and... not until I get that Padme off my lawn.
0: Yeah, yeah. He he like wanted to like kill Padmate as an exchange for food. And then Uncle Ono's just like, Oh, oh, uh, no.
1: Now what am I gonna do? I need that food. Yeah. I'm a Rodian.
0: Yeah. I know. He needs he needs the food so that he could like, you know, see with his giant eyeballs.
1: Hey, this is um, all McClunky. This deal's getting McClunky all the time. <laughs>
0: And meanwhile, in the background, uh, Jar Jar and C-3PO are both also brought onto the mission. Um, They realize that Padme is missing, and basically try to rescue her. Um, Padme rescues herself, but for some reason, (laughs) but for some reason, I mean, I guess Jar Jar tries.
1: Well, Jar Jar created a distraction, which was cool. Like uh, he found a Jedi robe in Je- uh, Padme's ship and was like, "Who a- could this a- be?" <laughs> I
0: love how they question it just enough who, where it's who, who could this? Who, but they don't... who,
1: who could this be? <laughs> who could have possibly <laughs> left a Jedi robe on Padme's uh, ship?
0: And... Oh and meanwhile, c 3 pos like, oh, I
1: um,
0: I don't know. Who? Who could it?" Be?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it couldn't yeah. be Anakin. No way. It couldn't be. No.
0: Or, plot twist, could it be Obi Wan? Ooh.
1: How yeah. Kate. It actually could be Obi Wan's because Padme saves Obi Wan and. Bail Organa in Wild Space. You see, Wild yeah, Space also... wasn't a bad book. It was just a little... Just, there's just some uh, moments between some characters. I'm just like, ooh, that's rough, buddy. Mm, Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back I mean, to the like, yeah. lovable also, oaf, like, Jar Jar. Between... Oh, sorry. But
0: no, no, I don't want to... Uh, <laughs> I can't let things go. Um, like Between Obi-Wan and Anakin, I feel like Obi-Wan is more culpable of losing robes.
1: I mean, he always and, and... takes it off. He's just like, it is I. <laughs> Anastasia, and then just like flips it off in an elegant yeah, way. Eventually,
0: and I feel like Padme, sort of knowing what it means to like wear nice things, is just like, oh no, and she like takes it
1: and like hangs it like a like. Well, a it's not person. like the Jedi robes are made of like Alderanian cotton or something like that. You know, it's just like
0: I think that she, she would still. I think that she would still like. No, to hang something because, I mean, you don't want wrinkles. Like, Jedi don't have wrinkles. Even though all their fucking oh, hair oh. is made out of linen, they don't have wrinkles. I don't right. think they use the Force. I think they use coat hangers. Like I mean,
1: I think they just have a costume department behind <laughs> them. <laughs> no, and but I you know. guess I'll iron my tabards for every troop!
0: We eventually get into this episode.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're gonna talk about Jar Jar, the lovable oaf, oh, and like.
0: That's why I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I like. I just like. It's complicated feelings. Complicated. Anyways, um, so Jar Jar.
1: Well, he fa- well, so he gets into the Jedi robe and causes mm-hmm. enough of a distraction for Padme to get out, and for C three PO to like catch up with Padme, so. Uh, Padme was just like, go call for help. And then, like, C3PO's like, can't. Ships broke. And then Padme's like, was it battle droids? C3PO's just like, no. Was it Jar Jar? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, Jar Jar. Oh. Wow.
0: <laughs> oh Jar Jar. Like, I just, like, I don't get it. Like, uh, like I, I feel confused about Padme. Like, I don't know if she has, like, some, like, weird Naboo white guilt about like Oof. the Gunkins that like she feels compelled to like constantly bring Jar Jar into things even though she knows that it's like such a liability um though I do love how Palpatine even Palpatine's just like don't bring Jar Jar into this he's like this yeah what are you doing bringing that you- breaks we all into know. my four dimensional chess game
1: right it's just you can't you can't ruin my game I have a good record Jar Jar's just, like, that, well, he would just be, like, a crazy tower just going all over the place. A tower of destruction that is, like, four squares by four squares.
0: You know, I never read the um, Jar Jar beings being a Sith theory, but I wonder if they ever, like, brought in any, like, the Clone Wars elements, or the Clone Wars TV show elements. And oh,
1: no, not at all. They kind of the just gloss it. over it and go from episode two, from episode I... one to three, and are like, see, he's a Sith Lord. Look at those eyes. See how yellow know. they are. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. boy evil.
0: I like how when Jar Jar, like, is about to get shot, his immediate thing is to just jump into the water. And, like, he jumps right. into the water, it's and gay. then he can't. He, like constantly like meets with um. oh you know what I love okay I love how like he jumps into the water and like you know there's like droids shooting at the water and stuff and every time C3PO's like oh no Jar dead
1: oh Jar Jar <laughs>
0: like he does this like three times and I'm just like wondering like does C3PO want Jar dead is that he's like he's just like oh like, oh no, no. Oh, it happened again we have to leave him. He no, he's dead. <laughs> no, he's not sleeping. He's dead. Let's go.
1: Let's go. It's Uncle
0: Ono's problem now.
1: He'll have to uh, fish him out of the water. But like
0: yeah. One day one day, like C3PO just like watches Jar Jar sleep at night. He like takes like um he like takes cement and like cements his feet. And then like Jar Jar wakes up and he's like, What's a Udusa? And like See through Booster's like shh, shut up, mm. and he like drags Jar Jar, and Jar Jar's just like, what's that happening? And like oh, he no. just drops Jar Jar into the water. He's like, oh no, Jar Jar, he's dying.
1: Oh no, this <laughs> oh, and no, rescuing is hard job.
0: Anyways, um, yeah, but anyways, so Jar Jar, he like <laughs> hangs out in the water. He meets Bogie. Um, which is actually, what is this? Quasar... Quas- Quasel ma
1: Quasel ma, uh, Yeah, uh, and he makes friends with... quick friends with it because it saves his life as a super battle droid. Does one of the wrist rockets. It just so happens to be a homing rocket and uh, saves Jar Jar at the last minute.
0: I know, conveniently, this this creature it's like this giant slug creature. Um, Fun fact, um... According to Wikipedia, at least it it's based off of a Ralph Macquarie drawing, um, of like this giant like space slug that was supposed to be in Dagoba, um, and like they basically kept his like cute little face. So cute. A cute face. Um, but yeah, apparently yeah, George like, gives him a besito.
1: Like, thank you for keeping. I me know alive. he
0: legit kisses him. And just hey, like, oh, if something ate me. Charger
1: to save my life, and was just like, alright, I'm done eating you, spit out, bleh, besitos. Uh, anyways, New Uh-oh. Gunray uh, captures Padme and C-3PO again, and is just like, alright, time to execute. Uh, but then Jar Jar brings out Bogy, and Bogy wrecks House! Uh, and Padme finds a blaster and starts defending platform.
0: Yeah, and then plot twist, double-cross.
1: Double-double-cross. Apparently
0: double Uncle cross. Ono, Yeah, apparently Uncle Ono's just like, oh no, this a all I never really was him. on your side. This was a ploy, and he, like, double-double crossed, so he, like, double-crossed the Padme thing to double-cross Newt Gunray, and then, like, they're both just like, haha, you lose, and they take him to jail. Wow. Da-da! Wow, powerful. Mm. I'm still very confused by that last double cross, but honestly, with all the things right. that happened with Jar Jar, it just didn't even cross my mind. This is why I feel like it's not surprising that there were three writers. Uh, right, I'm just episode. happy
1: that like at the end of the day, the Republic did give them aid. But also, yeah, the three writers like you could tell this episode. Like, where was it going? Where were we going? Oh, we're going here? Oh, double, double, double cross.
0: Yeah. Nice, Uncle Ono. Nice. Yeah. Uh, We're going to see more of Uncle Ono, too. Like, how do you feel about him as a character? Do you feel like you got a vibe for him? Or did you feel like all the double crossing Mm. just, like, made it awkward? Mm,
1: I could tell he felt bad about joining the Separatists. Like, oh, Mm. this was a mistake. And Mm. uh, I could tell that he'll probably... I think I remember he's in a few other episodes after this. Yeah. Um we'll get to that, but like one of the characters from the episode he's in where he gets poisoned. Uh there's like a detective character that looks like Vinny's. John spoilers. Lovitz. Oh. Um, no
0: I don't spoilers. wanna watch that episode.
1: We're gonna I watch hate, it.
0: I hate that guy.
1: Is John Lovitz? Has-
0: I don't hate John Lovitz. I hate that character that he <laughs> portrays. I hate that, like, guy who, like, he thinks he's a policeman, but, like, he's, like, literally trying to out-detective, like, fucking Jedi that could feel things with a fucking force. Right. They could like, just touch like, the ground or, like, wanna, like, he went this punch way. I just his face. I just hate that. <laughs> we'll talk about more about it later. Anyways, You're right.
1: Let's get into the we... cloak of darkness. Wait, before... No, no, no,
0: no. Wait. Uh, wait I still have questions. Okay. okay. I mean, and, and these are sort of applicable, I think, to the next two episodes, because these are all about Newt Gunray. First, Vinny, mm-hmm. I always imagine Newt Gunray being accompanied by his best friend, who's also a Nemoidian, oh. Hark- Harko. Where is he? Yeah, where is he? I like, um, you know, like, like, I have conflicting feelings about Newt Gunray. I feel like he's like a shitty racist stereotype. I don't get the accent, but you know what I appreciated was his weird love and maybe romance between his other nemoidian friend. Um,
1: but sure, like, for some I reason, he's not in the accent? Clone
0: Wars. I'm sure you could do whatever you want. Maybe. Oh, thank
1: goodness! They what went is- up the ventilation shaft. Wait, that's a different guy. I'm trying to think of one of his lines. It's which one is it? Is it the one who's like? We don't dare step onto the planet, right? In episode one with the Jedi. Or we don't go into... So well, it's the... I mean,
0: like, I don't know. I, like, think that they're, like, one person almost. Like, they they were always next to each <laughs> other in the live-action movies. um. But, like, I never... But we never see his other half in the anime TV show. Like, what does Dave Filoni have? What does oh Dave Filoni have against Rune Hako? I, I don't understand.
1: I didn't the, even I didn't London even Man. know his name until now, so I much I appreciate it. Maybe yeah. maybe that's okay, why. Okay,
0: whatever. <laughs> um, only I care about this romance. It's
1: okay. They're best friends, and we now know it. And in Docking Bay Three Five, Canon, they like, are did best they have friends.
0: A fight? Like, did they have a fight? Like, oh, did they, they had fighting? a falling out. Do you think they had a falling out? What could it be? Like, the big- from from episode one. Hey, and then you know how we Rune keep getting captured. Like, Maybe I should get paid for. And then he like leaves and then New Gunray like at near the end of the Clone Wars is just like like it's like in the rain. <laughs> it's raining. He's like knocking on his like apartment door and he like lifts up like a radio and he's like playing like the he's playing the he's playing the Galactic Republic radio yes and like made a song <laughs> request to the clones and it's just like baby i miss you so much come back but like you know in a racist like asian accent or whatever.
1: oh how would that be- how would that like, even ah be oh gosh i don't want to do the racist asian accent now
0: and oh, then no. he and then he's just like just come back and then like rune is just like okay like you know i missed you so much they like make up and like they have weird Nemoidean sex or whatever. Oh, sure, we the, like, used they... to
1: listen to a radio show that was <laughs> vaguely like this. It was something something about roses or flowers or something like that.
0: No, no, that's not. This has nothing to do with War of the Roses. But in case, um, yeah, they have like weird Nemoidean sex. And then like they, they get back together in time for episode three. Only for, I think, Anakin just kills them.
1: Yep. I'm, yeah. Sorry, he's not Anakin. He's Doth. Uh,
0: there's, oh, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, sure. But uh, anyways, I mean, this I... pretty
1: much answers my question of what do you think of Newt Gunray?
0: Oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, like, I conflicting feelings. Obviously, we're not supposed to like him. Also, like, apparently he's supposed to be, like, um a not very subtle criticism of, like, Newt Gingrich.
1: Oh, but but oh, like, wow. it's
0: but it's awkward because, like. The way that, I mean, like, the name is pretty obvious, like, Newt Gunray, Newt Gingrich, um, but the thing that, like, always sort of confused me was less that, but, like, why guys your political criticism with, like, racism?
1: I don't know. I don't know. George Lucas was a weird guy, and yeah. maybe, you know, it's not it's totally racist i'm not even going to try to justify it not at I all i mean
0: like, i don't maybe it wasn't intentional
1: but i mean this is the same george lucas is the same man who's just like all right so i'm just going to make uh make this blue guy with wings and uh he's going to be kind of a cheap guy and uh have slaves on tatooine oh, what were we going to name him watto all right well anyways let's get into the cloak of darkness <laughs>
0: I don't know. I think that the I don't know. I feel like the 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 weird racism in Star Wars is not any more or less racist than like the racism in like the world. You know what I mean? Like it's not more or less, and like it's fairly innocuous in the sense that I feel like you can make decisions on a character and not realize that it's like a bad stereotype if
1: you've never. Right. Like at had the end of the day, in. am I allowed to say clinker? I do have clone friends.
0: Sure, I think you could say clinker. I mean, I mean, droids have just been enslaved for like years or whatever, and they're like sentient creatures. But I mean, do what you want. Okay, okay, we're fine. Let's go into cloak of darkness. Ah, Do-do-do. victory. Um,
1: okay. Episode fortune cookie. Ignore your instincts at your peril.
0: That makes sense. Like you you don't want to necessarily just be instinctual when you're panicked, because when you're panicked you're not making rational decisions. Sort of like how um, like um Ahsoka was very like but she needed to get reeled back in a bit by Luminara, who's very who is more tranquil and almost too calm most of the time. But yeah, it's like a Luminara and Ahsoka episode. Oh! Where is Barris in this episode, Vinny?
1: Where is Barris in this episode? I have no clue. She's probably doing her Jedi trials or something. Oh,
0: maybe. Yeah, she's taking a test.
1: Well, I don't know. Um, this is really early in the Clone Wars. Uh, I think... Our, I really can't tell, because it's like... That's the thing about release order and how we've chosen to like do the podcast. Um. We don't really, like, get to see how into the actual timeline we're just going episodically through the playlist, you know?
0: Yeah, though, I will say um, it's, yeah, like, it could be that, like, literally the next thing Luminara does is do what happens in, like, the 2D animated Clone Wars. And, like, she, like, gets to Illum and then has that saber fight or whatever. I mean, technically it's not canon, but I mean, like... right it's pretty canon, um, it's pretty canon, but to all we're of getting us in our hearts. we're getting sort of ahead of ourselves. Do you wanna do the non episode fortune cookie?
1: Sure, uh one of the best ways to persuade others is with your ears by listening to them
0: <laughs> listening to your ears,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't make these up. It's good. It's a pretty good one, you know? Yeah, pretty funny. Just gotta persuade people by listening to them. With your ears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just don't know, like the, the preposition of with your ears as if you listen to people some other way. It's a good one. Anyways, yeah. to summarize the episode, so for Cloak of Darkness, basically Ahsoka and Master Jedi um, Luminara... Um, they're trying to escort new gunray from one from um space jail to space trial to space prison
1: hopefully but, in that order
0: hopefully in that order, but while they're going to space uh trial um Asad Ventress comes in, swoops in um and tries to fight both ahsoka and Luminara and destroy the ship. So that she could take Mute Gunray. Plot twist: apparently, um, a guy who sort of looks like an <laughs> is an <laughs> double crosses, and um, but then a side adventurous double crosses.
1: There was a triple double him. cross.
0: I don't know. It's like a, it's like not a double. I don't know. It's like a double cross and then a half cross into a murder. Anyways, right. Well,
1: anyways, the Senate guard, Captain Argaius is the about. What an asshole. And then it took, like, Commander Gree to be like, I choose to fight for the users. And, but then gets backhanded by Newt. Anyways, that's way ahead of ourselves. Uh,
0: no, I mean we can talk. Let's let's just get through this episode because honestly, yeah. like I didn't
1: think not that this much really was... happens this episode. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. the it's kind of like that gap to get to like the big one. Uh,
0: yeah, no, because like this episode, like especially compared to both the episode before, it, which felt like there were three plotlines going and there was like so many things happening. Um, And the next episode that's coming up, where there was just so many things that happened in that next episode. Like, this episode seems, like, pretty chill and self-contained. I think that it's because Luminara is just a chill person. Right. I mean,
1: her ship is called the Tranquility.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you'd think that things would be tranquil, but it explodes. Anyways. But... um,
1: Well, at the end of the day, like this episode was kind of like what you said, getting from point A to point B. There's not many storylines you could tell between point A and B. Uh, and like, yeah. so Anakin is definitely rubbing off on Ahsoka. Like, I forgot how, like, intense her threat was towards Newt while, they, while uh, he was being interrogated by uh, her and Luminara. Like, she literally is just like, I'll gut you like a fish! Don't make me... Hold me back, Luminar. Hold me back. <laughs> and no, Luminar is like... just like, Pad one! Like, what? Like, I'm surprised. Like, did did Luminar have to call, like, Child Protection Services or something? Like, check Protect on Anakin a little bit? Protect me from the child? Right.
0: Oh. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Child Protective Services on Anakin. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, that's, like, the cool thing about Ahsoka, is that, like, she... You know she is definitely Anakin's Padawan, but at the same time, like she's also like more so than any other Padawan I've seen, is really a product of all of the Jedi Masters. Like it, like she hangs out with Plo Koon and has a special connection with him. She gets taught by some rando librarian at some point when she uses <laughs> her lightsaber. Right. Like she gets taught by so much and like readily accepts their teachings, um, and I feel like because of that, um, it's it's really cool how she like learns to chill a little. Yeah, and, and I mean, we so especially see
1: that. I love how we're singing, seeing like the young, energetic Ahsoka. Like we start, mm. like we, I again, I I say this every time she's in episode, but I grew up with her, and like, um. It's just cool. Like, I feel as though, like, as she matured, I started to mature. And, like, I don't know. Like, I wasn't always, like, at this level of, like, chill. Like, I had to work for this, yo.
0: Yeah. We (laughs) had to work with uh, our our own master Luminars, if you will.
1: Exactly. Um, Well, I don't know. Also, Asajj Ventress. uh, Super badass this episode. Um,
0: Wow. A-plus Assage Ventress, just like, cunning, murders a lot of people, steals people's armor and shit, she stole a clone's
1: gauntlet. She stole a clone's gauntlet, well, also like, Palpatine and Dooku are like, if she fails again, know what to do, um, type deal, and then Dooku's yeah. just like, don't fail me, child. Uh, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I,
0: I think it's more like Palpatine's, like, just, like, this whole, like, MySpace chess game. No, yes, no, no, don't, don't mess, mess it with up. That.
1: Don't, yeah, m- yeah uh, Palpatine There's turns into, uh, Palpatine turns into RuPaul and is just like, don't fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, you yeah. You know what,
0: though? Maybe they are very similar people. You're oh, Sharon,
1: and... we need to yeah, make Palpatine. friends with a famous... Drag queen. You know what, though? Oh my god, Sharon. (laughs) I am friends with a Star Wars drag queen. I will see if they want to come on our podcast.
0: Oh, okay.
1: All right, all right. Well, anyways, that's for the future. But let's focus (laughs) on the now. Keep our heads in the present. Um, Yeah. um... Luminara, like, just wrecks house too, though. Like, she clears out the whole squadron of battle droids that like what are those pods called that um infiltration pods
0: Mm, i don't know i don't
1: don't remember but anyways like this thing like it's kind of like the almost it almost looks like the same pod that they use in the uh,
0: pill barfer
1: no that's no Uh,
0: injection
1: injection pods yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like Poop splits lit. open and makes a hole in the ship.
0: It like poops out droids.
1: It poops like out that. droids. Yeah, it's pretty like, smart of Asajj to like wait for the carnage to be over too before she's yeah, like, like she... time to implement my plan <laughs> and like yeah, sneak yeah, around yeah, the yeah. ship. She into the ventilation shafts.
0: She, oh my god, yeah. I feel like she almost like has like these very Jedi tactics. Um. And it was, like, smart on, like, the writers to, like, try and portray her. Almost, like... Like, I feel like this is something that Ahsoka would have come up with. Like, I feel like Ezra has, like, Uh stolen, like, comm devices from stormtroopers and, like, crawled into the ventilation shafts just in the same way that Ventress does. Right. Um, Well, she's she's just
1: skilled. Like, she's sneaking around the ventilation shafts and, like, throwing... (laughs) Like, somehow makes it into the engine room, and it's just, like, th- flinging, like, uh, thermal debts or something all around the room. And p- the poor droid never stood a chance. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Yeah, it's just, Can we like, we all appreciate-
0: Can we appreciate the droid in this episode? Droid, um, 327-T. He does not like to be called 327. He has to be his full <laughs> 327-T. Um, oh, bless that droid. That's I really different. like that droid. I mean, like, I say this about every droid in this fucking but I really love, um, I love this droid. Like, he looks like Rob from, like, Nintendo. Right. You know, right. Like, the, the old, like, Nintendo, like, Rob, like, plug-in that... And, like, you, like, see him, like, in Super Smash Brothers. It's, like, a little junky to play him, but you still appreciate that
1: he's... Nintendo, he's where spooky. are... Where are my Star Wars characters? Anyways, really? uh, apparently George Lucas liked to use the numbers three two seven a lot.
0: Yeah, though, like apparently, like it's it's as early as like in American graffiti there was like three two seven on the car engine. I have no idea if anybody if anybody listening knows what's up with like three two seven and George Lucas. Please let us know because we have. I
1: have no clue. Yeah, where's where's the started Star Wars decoded uh, listeners? You
0: yeah, where's the where where is George Lucas? Yeah,
1: George. where is where is he? Where are my <laughs> boys? <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, uh, so Asajj kind of like separates, uh, the both the Luminara and Ahsoka because she like cuts a hole into the detention level and it's kind of like well first of all takes on ahsoka alone so it's a low uh Asaja and ahsoka battling it out and ahsoka's like i don't need saving it does the power splits uh what is that called as a drag queen where you kind of just like slam down into the splits
0: a jump split or like a death drop, like a
1: pow. Yeah, and like she defends herself pretty well against Asajj. Um Do you think oh, I? Oh, I remember hearing somewhere of like uh, Anakin was like, "You need to hold two lightsabers, but be cooler than Asajj." Not verbatim like that, but something like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, Asa- I... Uh, <laughs> Asajj. Ahsoka does great, against, like, just with her one blade against assage Ventress. And then uh, Illuminara eventually catches up and is just like, Sup, bitch? And is just like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> I at all, but sure?
1: She's not, yeah, she doesn't say that at all. But she's just like, yeah, she's a disciplined, I got this. Whatever. Oh. Assage. I,
0: I love I love how I love how she's like Oh, you were trained by Count Dooku. I can tell 'cause you're but you're not like good <laughs> at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's did
1: uh, um Yeah, it's definitely uh whoever was writing the script was just like, It's time to slay. <laughs>
0: They, they like, they got home, they're drunk, and they're just like, it's time. Um, this is yeah, my yeah, time. Yeah.
1: Let's express, yeah. let's just bring out everyone's uh, disappointment in each other. Just kidding. Yeah. Or, what... Let's
0: have Asajj Ventress and Ahsoka <laughs> lip sync battle it out. Yes. To, um, I don't know but <laughs> I'm going to go... Whitney Houston! Yes. yes.
1: But then... Assage is just asked to sachet away.
0: Yeah, she no, I mean like she basically she okay, she sachets away, but then Her she ends up cord. having she ends up having like a like a spin-off and like a successful web series that turns into a TV <laughs> show. This is um, my
1: show. I talk about yeah. what I want.
0: Yeah, no, like she yeah. she does pretty well for herself and then she gets back on All Stars and slays it. And then that's when she wins, because, I mean, she doesn't she doesn't get away with everything, but I mean she basically gets away with New Gingrich, so I mean <laughs> New Gunray. So I mean like she technically wins, but I mean like yeah, no, she loses the slip sync
1: paddle. Um Well this one. Uh but yeah, so Illuminara and Assage go back down to the engine room. Um
0: Oh, and this is when we get to hate! Okay, so, meanwhile, Captain Argeist, who, he's basically, like, the Senate, like, he's not a cop. He's, like, a Senate guard.
1: Right, this Argeist guy. Who are you? He's, like, a Senate commando or something like that. Yeah, I fucking hate him.
0: You know why? Because, like, he has, like, armor, like, a clone trooper, but at the same time, he has, like, a Mandalorian T-Visor, but then he has, like, the whole, like, You know, like, the red guard vibe, but, like, blue. I hate him. Like, he has all the cool things about him. But he also has a (laughs) fucking and, like, wolverine hair for blonde. (laughs) I, like, just, I don't like this guy. Like, clearly he's not supposed to be a likable guy because he does double cross. And he, um...
1: But he's also, like, meow, 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 meh Like, uh, we think with our own minds. That's why we're not robots or something like that to Ahsoka, so getting in Ahsoka's head, because Ahsoka's all, like, restless watching over New Gingrich. I mean, Gunray. <laughs> um, and, like, uh, she's, uh, gets... She's just like, oh yeah, I probably should go back him up. And, uh, after is just like, yeah, you probably should. And then Ahsoka leaves her post! And leaving no one but Argaius. Two uh, Senate Commandos and Commander Gree
0: to oh, poor watch. Commander
1: Gree. I
0: know! He tried really hard. He tried I so mean, hard, and his heart was in such the right place. Mis- con- yeah, he wins mis- congeniality. Just oh, to totally.
1: We we give yeah. it to him. No, no, yeah. no, no ifs, ands, or buts. Get no sashing away for check. you. Yes, Queen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the day, Asajj. Uh, takes on Illuminara and Ahsoka pretty easily. Ahsoka walks into the battle where uh, Illuminara is pinned under some poles? No, just big-ass pipes from the roof of the ship. Probably a cooling system or something. Like, she can't move and is just like, your powers are weak, old man. And, like, uh, Ahsoka comes in just in time to free her and, uh, this is all while Luminar is blind in one eye. By the way, because um, Asajj is a dirty cheater. Sometimes.
0: Pocket sand. Uh, pocket yeah.
1: sand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the tranquility is down because the engines are all explody. Um, yeah,
0: Asajj gets away with um, Captain R. Ar- guys and... Um, right. But, plot twist, Captain Argyz is all like, ma I can't wait to be an evil boy. And then a Such Ventress is literally like, I hate you too. And, like, and then murders backstabs him. him. Yeah! And well, we this watch is him all die. after
1: somehow Newt Gunray hits Gree in the back of the head. And I'm just like,
0: no! I know. I mean, I, I'm glad that he's just concussed. Right. Honestly.
1: Right. I mean, lesson. that's still one more clone we need the to worry about clone. after the mm-hmm. Jedi purge.
0: I don't know if Grieg gets through that far. We'll see. We'll track his progress. We'll like put a pin in him. Yeah. Uh, not like a pin pin, but like you know, like a a tracking device on his butt.
1: Yeah. That, I mean, that's pretty much that episode, in a
0: Yeah. So that's the, yeah. That's just, just the episode. Let's get into the next one. Alright, yes. so, last episode of this arc. Thank god! I mean, okay, I just I don't know what it is about Nuke Gunray. Or maybe it's the fact that it was very confusing to watch, like, a Jar Jar episode, but, like, it was really hard to get through these episodes relative to, like, Rookies. Man, Rookies was a great episode. Right. So I mean, it's all up I radio? mean, that's the
1: thing about the Clone Wars. Like, it has its ups and downs, but, like, there's still some cool parts in between, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's not to say that, like, like i like it's it's still interesting and there's still stuff to like learn and think about. Um but yeah, I think like there, and there's like probably things that people appreciate. Like I'm pretty sure Ryan really appreciates um Jar Jar's episodes, I think. Did you know that it's his favorite Star Wars character?
1: Oh Sharon, we should have asked him to come on our episode for this episode. I don't know, he's a busy person, but yeah. You know. So busy. Oh, well, we'll ask him next, uh, Georgia episode. Okay. We definitely need to ask Sal to come on for our Quinlan Voss, or whenever Quinlan Voss is on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, but we anyways, need a cool boy, get... Darth Maul, oh. to come on to our podcast. Oh, uh, we could ask Paul. Yeah. Oh, oh, Sharon. Oh, Sharon. Sharon.
0: Uh, Sharon. What?
1: Sharon. We could ask Ray Park i mean i mean we could ask <laughs> <laughs>
0: Vinny, we should probably cut out um these people like i keep mentioning people by their full name because we know too many people but you should
1: probably cut out their oh, the their full chopper name. is prevalent in these episodes oh great
0: oh i'm so sorry for Vinny.
1: We're i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry for everything no uh, but... <laughs> i'm sorry for everything
0: <laughs> anyway so fine. layer of creep is um well uh, let's get in, Vinny, let's get into your fortune cookies
1: all right your cookies well, let's start with the non episode fortune cookie
0: mm-hmm.
1: you will become better acquainted with a coworker <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a true fortune though you know what that's like a Really quick, um... yeah. Ah, okay, like that. That one's tricky because I mean, technically, you have to get acquainted with your coworkers at some point, and it, it there's only a trajectory in which you know more about them. So Did you like see one the those, theme like... I
1: kind of went with, or I got lucky enough to find? I oh, I just, just go to a random generator, and I was just like, wow, these pretty much go with the episodes. <laughs> um. Well, anyways, the actual fortune cookie for this episode is more powerful is he who controls his own power. I like this. Yeah, Lara Grievous is a super dark episode, not only in, like, theme, but, like, cinematography. Yeah, it's, um... It kind of opens up on, like... Yeah, I mean, there is no light. Like, I'm not sure if, like, I'm not sure if Grievous dumb. has, like, eye problems, but, like...
0: No, you know, I don't think he has eye problems, because if he had eye problems, it would be brighter. I think he has, like, a, a problem with um nice things.
1: Right. Well, anyways, the Republic <laughs> tracks, uh, he, they track gun Gunray's ship. To, uh, planet. And are like, there he is. Uh, you wanna go get him, my boy? To, like, our boy, uh, Kit Fisto. And, like, Kit Fisto's like, wow, it's so foggy here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, his old padawan, now Jedi Knight, Nadar Veb's like, all like,
1: well, wow! He uses the force. To, like, I know he's a cow so like, of course, they would put the water type Pokemon together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, like they all just hang out with like Misty. And, like Misty's just like, I love you guys. I hate bug Pokemon. Let me, let me uh,
1: yeah. So they are like on the planet. It's super moist and like cloudy and misty. And they're greeted by Nadar and the clone troopers. Uh, I think they're like maroon. Do you like know their commander's name?
0: No, I don't. But I looked it up, and his name is Phil. Isn't that cute? Oh,
1: that is actually a like, pretty, it's pretty
0: like, cute spi- commander. No, name. it's like <laughs> it's like spicier because it's like Phil with an F, so it's like F I L. But I mean, like
1: like a little ethnic, like,
0: it's a little. He's a, it's like he's a he's brown. Um, no, I don't think. And like, from it's space, like, honestly, I think he liked the name Philip, but he needed to be like you know on brand, and so he's like, it's like um, it's like people who like, it's like white people that like redo their names, but they make it like extra like fancy by like adding two Fs, you know what I mean? Right. Or like um, an extra Y somewhere, like a mysterious. Or somewhere. like,
1: I mean, it's Star Wars. You add an extra like hyphen
0: yeah it's like the hill
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyways, yeah, Phil, oh, what a cute boy i like I like this um I don't think it's like maroon, it's more like a mm, just like this earthy brown mm. but yeah he, he's nice, burnt um, Sienna, no, burnt Sienna's a little redder though, it's not quite red. Because I would say that general Keeley. Um and that one Nikto Jedi he they they were redder and I would say that they were burnt Sienna
1: right I mean both like like, Kitfisto ship and his clones and his clothes are all the same colors and his droid too
0: oh yeah R six I'm surprised that like when you go from like r1 r2 or not and i don't think i've ever seen an r1 but an r2 r3 they're both dome shaped and then r5 and then it looks like you know trapezoid or like a a can and then but you go to r6 and then it's dome again like uh, i don't understand this uh naming logic
1: (laughs) me neither but i i think we'll figure it out one day um, so in this episode, they tracked out Nuke Gunray to this fortress, and uh, they make their, their way inside, and they're greeted by battle droids and a chair facing the wrong way. Um, <laughs>
0: know,
1: so they um... easily slayed the battle droids like it was nothing. But then like Nuke Gunray's like, ha! Gotcha! And it's just Some a grass. hologram hologram. So much double-cross. So double much double-cross. Awesome. Oh my gosh. And then they're greeted by Count Dooku and he's just like, Ha! Gotcha. Gotcha. Um,
0: I, oh, I really like this. So like, um, I, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. But like... Like, general grief... Or, or not general Grievous, Count Dooku sets this all up so that Nuke Gunray like, takes this tracking device and like, attaches it to these droids or whatever. Like, takes like Jedi into this planet into the layer of Grievous, only to not tell Grievous and basically like passive aggressively tell him that he's not doing well at work. Like this right. is like he all gave a him plan his annual say, review, like, and it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like he couldn't just say like, hey, you. He had to like bring Jedi to his house and just be like, knock, knock, it's the Jedi, and he's like, oh no, what, what could this mean? And it's like, you're fired, gosh. you know? Right, and I just. I love how like Grievous just like ends the call before um, Count Dooku can fi- officially fire him. And then yeah, he, I
1: think and then I've noticed that Grievous does him. that a lot. Like he started doing uh, it in. App- app- yeah, I I mean, it's just like you know. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, who's more app- Who's more of the oh, app- here, Count Dooku or Grievous? Hint, hint. Oh, they're creep- both oh. apples.
0: Grievous totally oh wait so um sort of to get back to like the the actual story um or like where we are in like the timeline of the episode um one thing that really fascinated me is um like this is the first time since I think the Clone Wars movie that like we see General Grievous actually talk to another Jedi um and he's like talking to basically Kit Fisto and being like neener, neener, neener. Or whatever. Um right. but he's well, really happy and excited to like really stick it in their faces.
1: Right. Like gotcha no who has who has who here? I have you. You're in my lair. Who's <laughs> a charge? I'm a charge.
0: I'm a charge. I, a charge I um, no,
1: well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like this whole episode we kinda get like our first glimpse and in, like into Grievous's like, Grievous' past, like before he was like no. less man or not man, he's like a caliche like we basically see statues mm-hmm. of griefus when he was less machine than Oh um, Yeah. Yeah, I
0: mean
1: yeah. like that and all of his mm-hmm. trophies. It's kind of disgusting.
0: It's weird how he like um how he, like who has statues of themselves?
1: I mean, somebody who Does has a personal vendetta them? against the grand republic probably.
0: I mean, like, did he commission them? Did he murder the artist after he, like, produced all three sculptures? Like, what was that whole thing about? Like, where does he get his money from that he, like, has, like, an in-house doctor?
1: I mean, oh, before I he kill. was a General Grievous, he was, like, a a bounty hunter. Um, uh, But, like, in a pretty Can damn good hunt- one.
0: Can bounty hunting get you that far where you could have your own doctor and basically, like, Get through life without space health insurance?
1: I don't know. If you have Papa Palpatine in your back pocket, I'm sure you're not going to have to pray a premium on galactic health care. Hey, 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 hey.
0: I mean, you don't have him in in your back pocket. He has you in his back
1: pocket. You're right. This is his game of four-dimensional chess.
0: I mean, then again, his doctor's not great. I mean, like, General Grievous clearly has bronchitis, and nobody's doing anything about it. Right. He needs, right. he needs some Abuterol. He needs some uh, Fluconazole. Yep. Anyways, uh, yeah. Oh,
1: well, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that Grievous, like, this is his house, and, like, he has a pet <laughs> named Gore. <laughs> oh, we love Gore. Oh, R.I.P. Gore. Oh. I know. Like, we see I love one how- the first <laughs> times, there's, like, emotion other than anger under that machine <laughs> that is Grievous. Like, when he's just like, Gore? I'm just like, oh, this bad boy has feelings.
0: <laughs> I oh I love how um like I love how like I was rewatching it today and like um he he like goes out of his way. Like the first thing he does when he enters into his house, he's just like, Gore, gore and then like kit Fi- kit fisto comes out and he's all like, ha Um hey. like, <laughs> But like, but like that's like the Beep! first thing he does, and the like, and he gets. Gore. Home. Yeah. <laughs> you genius. want some besitos, Gore? Oh my god! <laughs> I know. I mean, he looks like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh
1: um, my gosh! Really I really would want a anticor. Gore too. I'd give it all the love pets.
0: I'm sort of sad. So like, um, Gores are like a species known as warts. Um, but I never we I, mean, I don't think there's like ever any other instance where we see one of these.
1: I right, I don't think I've really ever cool. seen one other than this episode. Yeah, I mean especially with all that armor too. Like you mm-hmm. could tell it was kinda of like a like a, a, a Roman like what is it called when they put people out into like the Colosseum. Gladiator? Yeah, like a Roman like a like, like a thing a gladiator would fight against. Like mm-hmm. galactic yeah. gladiators.
0: You know. Yeah, like a like something that's like a little bit more like a less nosy than like a Rancor. just more like a hoo hoo. Right. I like I like I like I love the whole like it. It felt like a manticore. It was really cool. We love Gore. We miss him. Rest in peace, Gore. R. P. I hope you get all of the kisses.
1: Let's give and, him a um, moment of silence.
0: A moment of silence. oh anyways oh. back to back yeah to uh well this,
1: this episode we kind of get like a lot of not a lot of backstory on grievous but a little more than we had in the past like i also like the fact that we learned that grievous chose all of these modifications like he sees them as enhancements um sharon i don't know if you remember from that uh star wars uh uh, episode 9 uh graphic dictionary that you bought um mm. apparently mm. there's this character on the scene of Kajimi so apparently on Kajimi there's a messed up looking dude with like robotic arms and ligaments and stuff like that and mm. apparently that is a uh, Dengar
0: I still don't believe it. I don't. Uh, I mean, it's like, kind of
1: happened in the EU, wait, okay, okay sort of. So no. I'm kind of convinced.
0: I wanna. I wanna. Ew. I like just saw him.
1: Ew. Yeah. No. I, that's, no, no, no. No. No.
0: Vinny. I'm looking at the visual <laughs> dictionary right now. Um. He's gross. I hate how his face looks. But his name is Rothgard Deng.
1: What does the, What Dengar. does the thing say next to Rothdar Gang?
0: Okay, let me actually it was like in the back end. let me look at like actually, let me actually find him. Oh, there's Babu Frick. So, Babu Frick! Uh, but I don't hey! really know face. Oh, that's right.
1: <laughs> well what I'm trying to apply is like hey, sometimes you don't want to put your brain into the robot.
0: But I guess a lot of freaky people out in this universe want to.
1: I know. I mean with Grievous, it was like for some reason his heart, his lungs. Is that was that a stomach? We kinda see like the, it open up.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Rothgar dang. Rothgar is an old experienced Corellian bounty hunter who was likely operating <clears throat> under an alias. <clears throat> oh, that's probably why people think. He has been subjecting himself to cybernetic replacements in a poorly planned bid to live and work forever. As H. began slowing his reflexes and dulling his senses, Rothgar turned to black market surgical clinics to replace his damaged or some body parts with ones that would give him an advantage in his dangerous trade. Poor decision making has led to his ghastly appearance. So his name is Rothgar Dang, which if you put Dang in his, at the beginning it's Dengar
1: Denggar Aurelian Dengar-Roth. Bounty Hunter Possibly under An alias? I don't know. I'm pretty convinced. It's a theory. A A Star Wars theory.
0: I don't know. I hate that. Let's
1: get it on. Anyways, yeah, so. Yeah, I just kind of like, I don't get it. Like, I guess it would be pretty cool to, like, live longer, but not at the expense of having bronchitis for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, or looking as ugly as Rothgarding. Yeah, <laughs> ugly. You know, um, I wouldn't. I would kill for forearms though.
1: It that'd be, to, be pretty. Like, fucking walk cool.
0: around like a spider. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> uh, it finally happened. I watched an episode and it was just because you, you know how like in Battlefront Two, there's like this move where he walks around at a spider. Like mm-hmm. I was waiting for that episode to happen, and it happens, and I'm just like, yeah. No. Um, but anyways, uh, Dooku, like, so at the end of the day, we lose another Jedi or more grievous defeats uh, Kit Fistu's former Padawan, um, Nadar. And it's super sad because it was so dumb how he died. Like, he could have lived, like, he could have just walked into the room and survived, but he wasn't in episode three, so he had to die. Uh-oh. I mean, he
0: didn't have to. Ahsoka didn't die. No, you're long. right.
1: right. No, you know,
0: I... um... <laughs> and he, like, died within the span of the episode. And, like... Yeah, I'm, like, curious to know how you feel about N'Dar. Like, I remember when, um, like, because we... Like, I remember, like, you mentioning that he... Like, he and Anakin sort of were on the same timeline in terms of, like, becoming Jedi Knights. Um... And it definitely seemed like Nadar had so much promise, but one, like, quote that I really, um, that, like, I really appreciated, and, like, sort of like the tragic thing about this, uh, this Mon Cal Jedi, is that, like, he, he says, like, like, Kid Fisto's all, like, we're peacekeepers, like, you shouldn't be, like, this aggressive. And Nadar just says, but in this war it's strength that prevails. <laughs> and it, it just sort of goes to show like how this war is really warping the sensibilities of the Jedi and making it almost like, especially for like all the, all the Jedi Knights that like come into this, like becoming like, or like all the Padawans and like um the younger, the younger Jedi that are sort of born into this war conflict. Right. Um. It makes me sort of like, it like clearly is affecting like how they see things and what they should be valued in
1: right and it's the, like, interesting... uh, line of of like what is a peacekeeper is definitely getting super blurry
0: <laughs> yeah and it's like i um and this is like something that i've always sort of wondered is like um i know that for the sake of like capitalism and like for the sake of like you know like um the that like it it we sort of need for like the best Jedi to be the best fighting Jedi because like that's the most exciting that's like what draws people into seats and that's what like fights are like really fun and that's what right. Like, it would be
1: it, nobody would go see Episode Three if like there if weren't was some just... lightsaber battles.
0: And nobody would see Episode Three if it was actually like therapy for Anakin. Right. So, like, you you know what I mean? Right. And so like Yoda's
1: know, just like, hmm, tell me about your problems. You will.
0: mm, let's talk about your mother
1: breathing Uh, exercises we will do
0: (laughs) 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 yeah But, um, but I like always sort of wonder like why the best Jedi or like why the most learned Jedi necessarily have to be the Jedi that are the strongest like Yoda is always like understood to be like one of the strongest Jedi and like a great warrior on top of like being knowledgeable but at the end of the day like strength really doesn't matter if you could like de-escalate a situation like i knew this one guy who like he was a cop and he was by far not the strongest cop he wasn't the fastest cop but he was this guy that like knew how to de-escalate situations like he wouldn't freak out and like pull out his gun and stuff he would just try and talk people through things and that i think is so much more respectable and like gets you so much farther and has more traction and that's why he's like you know doing well for himself and hanging out and I feel like um yeah I don't know like it I feel like this like is like a great um Nadar's whole situation where like he is powerful in the force like he clearly is powerful enough to like break through the smog and like he's talented enough where he became like a Jedi knight
1: right he can take down droids like butter even yeah, the, like uh, Grievous' guards.
0: Yeah, like he like he's like he's clearly like he's clearly like talented and full of promise, but like what's the point of like a talent in fighting really? Um and I think that's sort of the question that this episode asks and sort of answers and it's it doesn't really mean anything. If you don't have wisdom.
1: Right, because really Kitfist does badass and takes on General Grievous even with four lightsabers.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, who? I mean, I think General Grievous wins somehow.
1: Uh I mean, really he wins? does because he's still the general at the end of the day. Uh, like, uh, Count Dooku is just like, mm, we've revised our evaluation. It seems like we'll we'll keep you on.
0: Oh my God! Like, Gen- uh, Count Dooku just needs to fire him. <laughs> He's too much You can't be this passive aggressive Where you just like invite somebody Over to somebody else's house You know what I mean
1: Right I mean just like I'm surprised General Grievous wasn't just like yeah. oh, Fuck the Separatists too
0: Yeah Yeah
1: but Oh no, no 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 I mean
0: I think I think Count Dooku likes the Separatists I think it's like with his old No, no, no
1: no no I'm talking yeah. about Grievous after this episode
0: Oh yeah, but I mean, who will fund his like new doctor,
1: his new right. personal doctor? Right. Yeah. All right. So if I'm gonna stay on here, my list of demands, and it's just like new doctor number one.
0: Yeah. Get me my PCP stat. And he better have. Um... Oh my
1: gosh! Don't even get me started on PCPs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: It also took me half a year to to see my PCP. I'm going to see him on Friday.
1: I'm going to see time. my PCP on March 9th. I hope she's great.
0: I mean, it's a woman. Statistically yeah. speaking, women doctors are better enemies. I think you dodged a bullet. Honestly. Right. I ho-
1: just nurture me and make me better. Please, Natasha.
0: Please, Natasha. Please, Natasha, to help Vinny so that he understands um, his bronchitis. So that he never gets bronchitis like General
1: Creepus. Please, I don't want to become a cyborg.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't make Vinny a cyborg. Don't make him look like Roth.
1: I will not accept these he's... enhancements.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think that Vinny? Do you
1: think that tattooing would have, like, good carne as well? Sharon, if you want tattooing garden that you're gonna have to just stick right here at Document Revive. Anyways, Sharon, let's blow up this taco stand. Alright, let's blow up this taco stand. Oh, yeah, this is the way. Oh, yeah. Just don't wait I have spoken copy that locked in for three five.